Okay, yeah, so um, we were we were just kind of, I said I wanted to save some conversation for the podcast, just because that's kind of how your life has to be when you actually have to speak to someone, entertain for a while. Um, so, right. so tell me about your week. Uh, um, so I can get into the personal stuff about my week, which is not anywhere near as interesting, and it'll just make people sad. Um, the big thing is I had, I had to have my car towed to a mechanic today, uh, cause my timing belt snapped on Saturday and the car won't move. Mm. So that's been the biggest headache for the last couple of days. Um, other than that, I've been working on a lot of music. I had a really solid personal stream on Thursday, which was a lot of fun. And yeah, I'm getting some things organized for my next season at work, which also involves teaching music to children. Oh. And that's that's yeah, man, it's it's a lot of fun. Like, I don't know if we talked about it, but I, I'm the general manager at a school of rock down here. Oh, my God. You're my competitor. You are literally. Yeah, my competitor. Yeah, I, I I'm the I'm the lesson. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like what? <laughs> what the hell so we I, are we are two sides of the same coin you know oh my god bro that's so okay this i i i fully believe this was meant to be now um so i don't i don't teach anybody per se i wish i could but since i'm i'm mm-hmm. I'm, the, I'm basically all of the instructors boss um sure but so i'm still technically the lessons lead but i'm not at the same time because i just got quote unquote promoted to store lead but i'm but no one else in the store nice. knows how to do that job and we haven't found anybody yet so I still have to do the lessons okay. of the job too. So, yeah. Um, oh yeah, we do need to get names under the under the, our our canvas. Yeah, that is a great idea. Um, you know, I do really love my job. You know, uh, yeah, I, I really love what I do. But but there are times when I really wish I could do anything else. <laughs> and I'm sure I, you feel the same way at your I job. I you know? agree like, with you wholeheartedly for many many reasons i'm sure they are a little bit different but also kind of the same um yeah because i mean as the lessons lead like our instructors really they they deal with the student but they don't if it's a kid especially if it's a kid they don't deal with Mm -hmm. the parent i deal with the parent so oh yeah poor soul yes so all of the problems that happen which there are plenty of well i shouldn't say there are plenty of them i run my department pretty well but right. when problems do arise, I'm the one who has to deal with it and explain to them why they were charged for five lessons instead of four, like I told them before they even signed up, but they forgot. It happens right. all the time. Um, yeah, it, it, just small things like that. Uh, and, you know, now that I'm a store lead and I'm doing both, I now have to deal not only with the parents, but the customers. And so, you know, it's it's great. I have fun. Yeah. That sounds like a lot. Um, how long have you been with the company, with Guitar Center? Uh, about six months now. I started back in uh, December 11th was when I started. Okay. And you um, like it so far? Everything's going well? Yeah, I do like it. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. The The pay is uh, could be better, but sure. I am getting full-time hours, and I'm able to pay my bills and have a little bit left over, so I'm happy in that sense, but I feel mm-hmm. like... Honestly, I I probably mainly feel like this because I'm technically doing two jobs at the same time, is why I feel oh, like absolutely. this. But I do enjoy being there. My manager Chad is super awesome, um, super laid back. Um, you know, me and our other store man store uh, store lead Braden uh, are basically his kind of number twos, and 
it's it's a good time you know there's a lot of really cool people that i work with and it's fun i I enjoy i know a lot of people actually have a lot of complaints about working guitar center and i can't really agree with a lot of them like okay those those complaints come from their own like oh i'm at work and i don't want to be here it's like okay yeah bye like you don't have to be here (laughs) you don't have to be here you don't have to do any job yeah exactly um it's it's really interesting just uh finding because you're a career musician i'm a career musician it's weird to be able to find day jobs that align themselves with the whole career musician thing right right um because the scheduling demands of a career musician are so inconsistent that most regular jobs don't want to deal with it. True. And that's that's kind of what I deal with a lot more than anything else, like managing my teachers, my instructors. Because I'm in the same position as you where I'm overseeing all the instructors and all the curriculum stuff, and I'm overseeing a lot of the, the logistical management side of things, like with billing and invoicing, et cetera, which right. I'm sure you deal with a fair amount of yes, as well. all the time, every um, day. Yeah, we're going to get into the fun stuff here in a minute. Right now we're talking about, like, oh, our job. But yeah. it gets better. It gets way better. Yes, 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 yes. Um, kind of on the docket is that since Fear, or um, not, I don't know why I said Spears, since Beaker and I are still getting to know each other, uh, we were planning on diving into uh, our influences, like, up to this point as musicians and as people. Right. But more specifically to the music thing. Right. And I feel like that'll be I think that'll be fun because so I think we're in for some surprises when we kind of get into it. So. Okay, cool. So um the way I oops the way I was thinking about it was um basically mm. we will or at least how I'm going to do it, it's kind of where my inspiration for what I create and listen to now started from mm-hmm. when I was a wee lad, right? Okay. A wee, a wee sure. little Irish lad. So, um, yeah, that was kind of my thought process on this. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Houston, I might have, I might have messed up. I might have messed up. Hold on. Did you break it? I might have broke. One sec. Man, we're terrible at this. Trauma. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, it's okay. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. Oh no, we're good. Everything's back to normal. <laughs> we're fine. Okay, okay. <clears throat> you saw uh, nothing. Yes. Um. By the way, um, Beaker, remind me after stream. I have an idea for how we can make this a little bit less scuffed. Okay, but please, we'll talk about that later. Share those ideas thing. with me. Okay. All right, so okay. here, here is my first one. Um, I'm sure many of you will know the tune. Uh, and like I said, this is when I started off as a wee little lad. A uh, little, little ginger boy learning from his father the musical influences that he got from him. So uh, here's this, uh, this song. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely yes, dude. What? Yes. Obviously, we all know this song. I'm definitely not drumming along on my. Desk. Oh, I'm doing the exact same thing. Or well, I'm actually full on air drumming. So, so yeah, uh, Metallica and Sandman. Um, my dad, dude, when I was tiny in like for Dean's, I almost put Slipknot. Are you saying you're joking? I like Slipknot. What are you talking about? What? I almost, anyway, I almost put Slipknot in this list, uh, but I, I decided not to because they weren't as heavily 
an influence. So yeah, Metallica, mm-hmm. understand for Sandman. My dad, when I was younger, when he'd pick me up from school, I would, oh, <laughs> okay. Um, I would hide in the back of the car. He obviously knew where I was, but like, you know, I'd hide because I was a kid and I thought I was fooling him. And he would mm-hmm. just crank, like to the loudest level, crank Metallica the whole way home. Oh, that's and, wonderful, like, dude. It was just the coolest thing. And it's, it, it's like something I will never forget. And it's absolutely why I love the music that I do today. Um, so let's see if we can make this work. What the thing that I linked in? Yes. Aww, she thought that squirrel. Oh, I just, I just gotta be, I just gotta be quick about getting it off your face. <laughs> All right, there is an ad playing, so I'll go ahead and mute that for just a we'll second. We'll wait it out. We'll, we'll wait, wait it out. out for sure. Oh man, Tool would be its own podcast. Demons beans. You're 100 right. And JHB, don't feel old. This is a supportive space. We're for those who don't know, this is a uh, rush. A lot of Olivia Strangiato, and this is a masterpiece. You know, what's, I, I'm not going to try and talk too much about her because I don't want to hear it, but um, this is like the first guitar solo I heard that I remember having like an emotional response to as a kid. Really? Yes. I was like 11 years old and didn't play guitar at the time. I, I don't want to say this is why I started playing, but definitely a formative reason, you know? For, for those non-musical... Uh... Alex Lifeson's playing is, dude, is still a huge influence on Alex Lifeson. Like, the whole band are just absolute geniuses. I, I wish we could play more. We honestly, we might do a podcast where we just talk about Rush. That might be next week. Yeah, we, oh, that Rush might be next deep week. Deep dive next week. Yes. Okay. I, I'm Hold down. On. All right. I'm I'm I, super down. Yes, we can we can absolutely do that. Um yeah, Rush uh I mean I'm a drummer. So obviously I know who Rush is. I know Neil Peart. I know Alex Lyson. I know Getty Lee. They're all geniuses in their own right. They're prog um what revolutionaries, honestly. For sure. Um I mean it's just yeah, the the music that they create uh is so good and i honestly i i don't know if there will ever be anyone that gets to the point that they got um what what it is for me is that the the um the so prog has never been like the mainstream thing oh no of course like even now like in the world of like gent guitar and all of that prog is still kind of uh an out there thing you know there are bands that are changing that now sure but rush as a band like despite having out their music has always been kind of at not at the center but relevant to like public um cultural discourse like there's that whole movie i love you man where there's a whole bit about them being rush fans yeah there's a episode of family guy where they where getty lee tells the audience to beat up peter griffin in seven eight time <laughs> and it's my favorite joke on family guy <laughs> oh like, my god um <laughs> yeah, Tom Sawyer just as its own song, like gets used in movies and TV oh, shows yeah. all the time. I love Oregon Rock too, John Henry. <laughs> I get you. So, like, I think they're musically obviously they're they're incredible, but I think the impact that they had goes like beyond just as musicians. You know, I, yeah, like, people I, were aware there was something special happening. I agree with you. Trauma Rush never got the full credit they deserved. 
I agree with you 100. percent Um, and I mean, they were they were all they were almost too weird for their own good when it came to the music that they made, and honestly, as the people, like who, like who, as who they were, um, like they just, I, I don't know. They they really they really they just pushed the envelope, and um, I remember sitting in my living room in my old apartment. And Rush announced they were doing a tour, and I was like, oh, I'm going to buy a ticket. And then, like, a week before the show, I hadn't bought a ticket, and I was like, eh, I'll catch them next time. They tour every, like, three years or so. And, and then the last they announced one. they would no longer be touring. It was yep. the last one. It was the last fucking tour. Yep. And I, I was real mad about it. Yep. Real yeah. Uh, then, obviously, with, with the news of, of Neil Peart, it's yeah. definitely the last tour. Yeah. Uh, there was always, so. like, because me and my dad were always, like, um... We'll go see him, you know, because they always, they always, a lot of people always say, oh, it's our last tour. And then they come back for like one or two more. And we're like, Rush will do that. They'll do one more for the fans, like that thing. And then it just, it never happened. And we were like, I guess we lost our chance. But like, we kept on some hope. And then Neil passed away and it was like, all right, that's, there's just no shot. There's no way. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you can't, you, you literally cannot. You literally can't. Yeah. Like with, with those three guys, there's no way. Uh, fun fact, uh, Neil had perfect pitch. <laughs> Don't know if you knew that. Doesn't surprise me. I did not know that, but that doesn't surprise me. That's weird. I feel like they never talked about that. Because I've seen, I mean, I've seen all the Rush documentaries and, and live shows, like DVDs and stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like they've never talked about that. Yeah, it, it, it wasn't thing, like, it was never relevant because he's the drummer. But Neil yeah, Kirk I guess that makes sense. perfect pitch, I'm pretty sure. Uh, now I'm Googling this because I couldn't be misremembering, but I'm pretty sure. Oh, a long time rush drummer. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Oh man, that's anyway. That's, that's awesome. So getting getting. So uh, on oh, to my finish his joke. Oh, yeah, hit me it. with your next one. I want to see it. On to my second one. I feel like these are going to be very different from us. <laughs> like, I I mean, because I listened to Rush, but I didn't I didn't start hearing Rush until I was probably in my teens, maybe thirteen or fourteen. Um, yeah, like, oh my god, John Henry, I hated that joke. But what was weird for me is I heard the solo and I didn't know it was Rush. I remember hearing it like at a, I think I was at like a music store or something. And right. then I found the song many years later. I was like, oh, this was that song. And that made it yeah. more important to me. Yeah. Oh, you know? actually, a uh, fun fact but, about Neil Peart that I learned. Um, he uses absolutely no click when he plays live, except when they play Red Barchetta. That is the only song oh. that he used the click to. Which makes sense, though. Makes, makes sense. sense be <laughs> because if you know Red Barchetta, it's absolutely fucking ridiculous. Um, okay. Yeah, it so, is a nightmare of a song. Yes. So my second song, another one that I think, maybe not from the intro like guitar part, but as soon as the lyrics come in, you'll know who it is. You'll probably know the song. Uh, same thing, just my dad introducing me to all of his music that he listened to when he was in his late 20s when he had me. Uh, here's this. I can see your face. You don't know yet. Oh, I think I know this. You might. I think I know. You probably know. Well, I just heard the music's a little delayed for me. Yep, there it is. Okay. <laughs> Seems my life um, so, is gonna change. Oh, listen, and then I'll, I'll give my opinion. I'll close my eyes. 
begin to pray. Okay. We, we, yeah, we, that's, that's enough creed for one day. <laughs> so the lead guitarist for Creed went to my church. Really? Yes. Wow. <laughs> I don't remember his name because I... I'm really bad at names, but yeah, he went to my church when I was a teenager. Wow. I don't know if he was a regular there, but I was doing the youth group at the church and we were in the middle of service and they stopped service because the lead guitarist for Creed was there. <laughs> and we like went out and we met him and he was super nice. Right. Super cool guy. Right. I, just, I remember that being like a big deal at the time. I was like, oh, cool. Right. I okay, so band. I remember higher. Yeah, right. Yeah, of course. I mean, everybody knows who Creed is. <laughs> like, you can you can admit that yeah. you enjoy them or not. I love Creed. I love Nickelback. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, I I those bands I like, like people like will call Nickelback them like Dad Butt Rock. Like, yeah, people are. I see Nickelback live, and their live show is immaculate. By oh, the way, I'm, I'm Nickelback live was an absolute treat. Like. <laughs> People are just, yeah, people are just really quick to shit on Nickelback because it's Nickelback. Because now it's cool to hate on Nickelback. Yeah, I, but, like, is, Nickelback like, is fine. Where did it come from? Like, uh, it, I think what it is is, um, I don't know if it was Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel, one of the Jimmys on late night TV, made a joke about Nickelback in, like, the mid-2000s, and it just took off from there. Like, then, it, then it was the cool thing to hate Nickelback. Yeah, because, like, I feel like I remember everyone liking nickelback i mean I'm, I'm i'm only 24 so i was born in 96 so like it's right you know they they were a, a, when i was young they were they hit their heyday if you want to call it i mean they're still huge they're nickelback mm -hmm. um but like i i don't remember anybody disliking them and then out of nowhere like it it was just like oh nickelback sucks it doesn't make me like it. Didn't yeah, make it, it, it literally came from like a late night TV show host. I can't remember which one making a dig. Like he, he had a joke and the punchline was it's as it's worse than liking Nickelback. Oh, my God. Dude. And that was the punchline to the joke. And that was it. That was fucking it. And then they started getting <laughs> booed off stages at concerts Did and all really? of that ridiculous nonsense. Yeah, they can't play oh. in Spain anymore. No, yeah, it's crazy. It's Bro, literally no insanity. Way. It's high mind mentality at its finest. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my god. Uh, I did not know that. That's crazy. Oh my god. And like like some of the later Nickelback stuff, like lyrically, I, I wasn't crazy. Like they had a song that got like something in your mouth. Yeah. Um that's like I thought musically that riff is fucking awesome. But dude, the content of the song, I'm like, oh whatever. Like that's the thing. But Nickelback the music has, is solid. Nickelback has freaking riffs, dude. Like they yeah, dude, write the Nickelback riffs. riffs fuck. <laughs> Nickelback fucks. Like it's just as easy as that. Like I me and my me and our guitarist Brandon, we were in his guitar uh, in his guitar, in his uh car. Um we went and got some food and we were like, we're gonna listen to Nickelback. And so we listened to uh, the the album with the I think it was the the one with the car on it. I don't know what it's called, um, but it has like I think was it the one with animals? I don't remember. And we were listening to Nickelback. Is the, is the point? And like, right, I, I, dude, like their riffs are so good. The 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 quality of the music, like recorded wise, is absolutely mm -hmm. fucking fantastic. Um, and then there was one song I can't remember what it was called. Um, if obviously if I, if I heard it, I would know immediately, but like it's riff and like, kind of like, uh, melodic guitar. And then uh -huh. they just 
completely cut you off for an acoustic chorus. Like they just they stop everything that's happening and then it goes to an acoustic huh. chorus. And it's just the best bait ever, and it's so good, and I love it. Dude, Nickelback just Nickelback gets unnecessary hate. We're all the story. Like yes. that whole album that had photograph on it is yes. a very well written album. Exactly. Even, even all the right reasons, the one with the car on it, solid. Dark Horse is solid. People just like to hate the band for for no real good reason. Exactly. I mean, mind you, after they started getting hate, Chad Kroger kind of went off the rails and started saying some shitty things. But like, can you blame the guy? Yeah, I mean, like we, honestly, like, you're already apparently in people's bad taste. So like, why not? Like embrace the villain. yeah, you know, <laughs> um, him. I don't know if him and Avril Lavigne are still together, but tangentially, we're gonna use that word again. We're continuity oh, on this podcast. Tangentially, boys. Uh, um, uh, Chad Kroger and Avril Lavigne were married or are married, and Chad Kroger revived Avril Lavigne's career in Korea specifically. Huh? Like. Uh, Avril Lavigne fucking kills it as a K-pop artist now. <laughs> Hasn't That's, done anything like relevant well, uh, actually, over here, just, but she just put out a song. Kill- I'm pretty sure. Oh no way! I'm actually I'm almost 100 percent sure she just put out a song with like Mod Sun and like MGK was producing and stuff like that. Oh no way! I'll have to look into that now because now I'm just curious. Uh, I saw that she was put out a video on TikTok with like Tony Hawk or something, which I yeah, thought was hilarious. I, I didn't see the video, but I, I did see that she was like promoting it or whatever. Um, okay, so your second song. Um, That's right. Which... So before we play this, Go I'm ahead, gonna yeah. I'm gonna provide a little bit of context. Um, okay. First song was like what decided yes, I want to play guitar. Uh, re-listening to this song maybe two years ago was like man i want to make fucking stupid electronic music (laughs) like and it was this keytar solo apparently uh jhp says the hate is from pretty early yeah that that night show comment happened pretty early in their career um like as they were blowing up i don't know the exact timeline i'm no self-proclaimed nickelback expert but (laughs) now i'm going to be because we'll do a nickelback deep dive at some point oh my gosh oh no (laughs) start with the rush and then we end with nickelback that's Um, where the podcast ends that's it. That, that that's our A to Z, right? That's our bookends. Russian Nickelback. But yeah. yeah, if you want to play it, uh, feel free. It's just the the this keyboard solo, okay, guitar sweet. solo, because I think it's excellent. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Uh, yeah. Why don't you play the fucking bees knees so good yeah oh, um man. i don't know the daft punk has always been super like closeted with their production techniques and stuff right so i don't know if they just had a guitarist come in the studio and 
he played and then they ran it through a few of their analog right. oscillators to get right. all the the phasey sounds or if they had a keyboardist play it and then just process it to sound like a guitar i don't yeah. know yeah it sounds like a guitar to me though honestly it's i mean it sounds really good um i love that just like dirty distorted like key sound if you want to call it it's it's just so good mm-hmm. there's a there's a john bellion song that has um that kind of synth sound and i i love, love me some it. john bellion dude dude i love it yeah <clears throat> I, I was playing around with the software synth uh like a month ago and i downloaded a random preset pack just for funsies and it had basically this sound and i was Ooh. like a kid in a candy store <laughs> i was so happy you just got calling to work be like hey and i, I was can't like, teach today I gotta start. I gotta. I gotta deal yeah, with. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I gotta. I gotta play some '80s synth wave real quick. I'll be back later. <laughs> okay. Um, oh man. But yeah, that's yeah. that's great. Okay, let's go ahead and drag this over. So these are all. So I, I will actually. This this one I know you're gonna know. I know everyone's gonna know this song. Um, but I mean this this is my band, bro. Not my band, but like this is the band, the band you identify with this sure. is this is the band for me um this is honestly the music that i pretty much have listened to my entire life um i remember when i bought every single one of these this band's albums um and uh yeah so actually this is a spoiler i don't know if you can see it this tattoo right here uh is me oh my, okay me and my dad have matching tattoos oh, it is man. yeah so <clears throat> this is a uh song like i said everyone's gonna know it and um it's 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 why i am who i am honestly this the this band okay agreed You know, I'm sure it's unintentional, but we've been picking a lot of musicians that are, might not be around anymore. I don't know why. It doesn't even matter how hard you try. Keep that in mind. I designed this rhyme to explain in due time. All I know. Yeah. Um, so if for some reason you've been living under rock for the past 25 years, that's Linkin Park. Uh, and Sure. <laughs> they yeah they they are literally the the reason as i'm sure many 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 hundreds of thousands if not millions of musicians are the way they are mm-hmm. um, yeah no it's it, that's a fact because what was interesting for me is um you were talking about listening to music with your dad a lot you mentioned it a few times right and um my parents were never into anything on this side of the aisle musically it was right. always like top 40s right right and it wasn't until fifth grade sixth grade uh where a friend of mine showed me lincoln park and it was this it was because i listened to what my parents listened to i was a product of them and it was the perfect cross section of like the rap thing that i'd already been listening to and this whole new sonic palette Mm -hmm. that just kind of threw me headfirst into into all the bands that i started listening to for developmental reasons you know right yeah like that that like Lincoln Park was the bridge for me. Yeah, and yeah, they have been still like yeah. Like, um, it's well, yeah. I mean, especially with like their discography just changing so much. Um, and mm-hmm. like it's funny, Mike Shinoda, um, the guy who raps. If you don't know who he is, 
uh, for people listening. Um, he was t- doing an interview and he was like, he was saying how they would write their albums and they'd be like, oh man, we're ahead of the curve. Like, you know, we're, we're going to be the first ones to do this. And then by the time the album came out, it was being done. Like they were just they, like, they were, they were, they were ahead of everybody, but they just, they took too long to record an album. And then it, it like, it was already happening. So <clears throat> I don't know, man, they're, they're, they're yeah, all the, so good. The new metal thing really kicked off, you know, yes. and that was kind of their, not their competition, but the, the era of music that they subsisted in, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And there's nothing wrong with that. It was just like, yeah, like, like you said, they released stuff and it was like, outside of or just beyond just behind the the newest big being the next big thing yeah they were just another band in the wave yeah i I mean i i yeah they i mean to be fair i think hybrid theory is like the number one selling rock album ever am i wrong on that i think i think i think that is correct um hybrid theory top selling it might be meteora but i think it's hybrid theory I'm almost on. It's sure. the best-selling debut album. Debut album. Is. That's what it is. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, amazing band. Amazing people. Uh, freaking when Chester died, dude, I couldn't function for like two days. Like it was, it's really yeah, weird. I was, I was a fucking mess. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Like I drove around crying, just listening to all their albums. <laughs> like I just couldn't cope. And like, it, it was, it's so weird being that upset over someone's death that you don't know. But like, it was almost like, even though he was, they were, I mean, they were in their early, early earlier than my age when they started mm-hmm. the band. It's kind of like you, you watch them kind of become like adults in a way and like really make the music that they wanted to. So it's, it sucked, man. Like it was, it was really rough. And, and another part of it too is, um, I mean, Everybody struggles with adolescence, obviously. Mm-hmm. And for me, um, the music that Linkin Park was making was always like the words I didn't have to describe how I was feeling in the yeah, moment. Yeah, of course. So it was always personal. Even And then even as they developed their sound, it went on to do stuff like Minutes to Midnight, where it was more like uh, politically informed. Yes. It's like it started to shape my worldview, but other stuff. Uh-oh. My puppy dog. My puppet dog. You come say hi. We got a pupper. The pupper. Oh, <laughs> that was a guitar. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, he. Uh, yep. I'm gonna, I'm gonna upset him real quick. Oh, oh okay. There we go. Oh, the baby. Oh, it's a little pit too. He's a, he's a big boy. Oh, the baby. What? Really wanted to say hi to you. Sorry. It's oh okay. man. I'll see you later, Bubs. Mando. Yeah, that's my oh. rescue dog yeah yes <laughs> that's um, fantastic his, he's had a rough life you know john henry knows mando that's why he's saying hi in the chat yeah um yeah that dog's had a rough fucking life i won't get into the details now but we could talk about it after stream it's very sad okay <laughs> he's a happy we, boy now though so that's yeah i can i can tell very much by the sound of the guitar dying inside um (laughs) uh yeah so we were actually before when me and my girlfriend got our first place together we were looking at getting a dog um we Mm -hmm. there was a pit bull at the rescue or at the shelter that we fell in love we screwed ourselves over because we fell in love with her immediately uh her her uh shelter name was solstice um that's a great name we were gonna name her rue um Mm -hmm. 
and we fell in love with her immediately. She was amazing. She was like small, but freaking beefed, like just yoked <laughs> as most pits are. <laughs> and, right. Uh, um, unfortunately, we couldn't get her, uh, and she did end up getting. We, I mean, we we saw her like at least every other day and hung out with her for like oh at least an hour. And then, you know, we couldn't get her, unfortunately. And then someone else adopted her. Or, well, actually, she was just, she was gone from the shelter. And I didn't know, we didn't know if someone had adopted her or not. So I was, like, just heartbroken. Because, I mean, if you don't know how shelters work, obviously, if they're there, if they're right. there for too long, they put them down. Um, right. So I was, like, really worried. And then we went to that same shelter when we were visiting my dad just to go look at, just to go look at the pups and, and the cats. And mm -hmm. um, the guy who had actually helped us like get her every time um i had said i was asking the front desk people i was like hey do you know like if you can if you can tell me this do you know if solstice got uh adopted and then he like chimed in from behind us he's like oh yeah i remember you guys she, he was like yeah she got adopted there she's with a great family like they have kids like oh. they absolutely loved her and i was just like man thank you for telling me that because i needed that so much like that weight oh, yeah. off my shoulders dude i i, I hear you i, I hear yeah. you like um, dogs dogs have it rough man yes you know, they either, yes they either have it made or they don't that, yeah that, those exactly are the only options yeah pretty much um okay so this next one this was kind of my next venture into um what i create now and like the next really deep dive into a i, I don't want to say different genre but uh <clears throat> a um progression of genre that was lincoln park Okay. Um, so this is this is a metalcore band. I will say okay. that. Uh, so yeah, this was this song. I was obsessed with this band when I was a freshman in high school. It was like literally all I listened to was this band, and even their shitty, shitty demos. I had those on my iPod, and I still loved it. So okay, I, I don't know. <clears throat> all right, here's this. Just asking Alexandria. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, that was. Kind this band of... was probably the coolest, like, warp tour <laughs> metalcore band. Oh, you know, dude. they were they were so about that sex, drugs, rock and roll, and did not give a shit who cared about it. Like, yeah. Oh, the amount of shit that that band got and still gets is hilarious to me um yeah main, mainly because of danny their vocalist uh right you know some of some of it might be warranted but not yeah. like danny's uh, not as much you know he, he's good now he's uh he's sober he's doing well he's got a wife you know um but man back then he uh he was into it man he he uh when when it's sex, drugs, and rock and roll, that's not a joke. It, like right, literally hardcore literally. addictions and just, yeah, it, it was rough. Um, mm -hmm. There was actually a show that they played in. I'm pretty sure it was Seattle, and it's like the world famous Asking Alexandria show, where um, Danny came out just com absolutely obliterated, like hammered off of his mind. Probably had done who knows how many lines of coke, like right, just out not even present in the building and um so like they start the intro 
and the band knows he's like this. So you can like kind of see it on stage that they're just kind of like waiting for something to happen. Danny comes out and he's just like, just can't even talk like stumbling. He's falling over. He's trying to fight people in the crowd. It It's bad, dude. Um, and then, uh, yeah, he like tries to dive into the crowd and like fight these two kids. And, um, and Ben, their guitarist, like starts this whole speech, like, we're going to get him better. Like, we're going to set him to rehab, like all this stuff. And everybody's like, yeah, fuck you, daddy. But we hope you get better and all this stuff. And then like <laughs> it, 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 it happened and then he relapsed and then it happened again. It, it, it was just a whole, th- it was Man, right. those first like three albums were a fucking roller coaster. <laughs> like, oh, it hell was... yeah, dude! <laughs> and I, but I that's... loved every second of it. Like it was great. Yeah, that's the that's the dream, right? I mean, not that addiction is anything to be trifled with, and no. don't do hard drugs unless you not can handle that. yourself. But like, that's the fucking dream, you know? Like, you want to go on, you want to exp- live some life, experience some shit. Like, yeah, you want to do way too much cocaine go do way too much cocaine figure it out but be safe about it you know be safe about the too much cocaine be safe about it you know have good bandmates that can pull you out of it yeah exactly yeah no i mean i i I would love to be on tour and just be a dumb kid but like i have never been that person and unless you can handle yourself yes exactly I, it's like everything in moderation. Moderation is up to the taster, you know. Billy, Billy, twenty twenty one. Bless. Unless dude. you can handle yourself, we're gonna put that on a shirt. Black flame, black flame merch, guys. Talk to us, please. Unless you can handle yourself. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah, no, but like, I, as much as I would love to be the, just the dumb kid having a great time, being an idiot on tour. One, mm. I have never been the, um, irresponsible dumb kid. I, I just haven't. I'm the, I'm the parent like in every situation um and i just drugs scare me (laughs) so like that i wouldn't do that either so like i I, i'm the only thing i'm gonna get is the tour part other than that i'll I'll just have to be my boring self hey man uh drugs are overrated you're fine you're not missing out on much i agree (laughs) don't worry that's it i i if i'll 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 share some personal info cops leave me alone it was years ago i i have delved in the, the 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 green before but I can't anymore. So, okay. you know, here we are. Right. You know, <clears> the, <throat> um, uh, the, the good old smoke weed every day. <laughs> the good old smoke weed every day. Exactly. Uh, okay. So here is your next one. Yeah. This is actually one of the first big shows I ever went to. And uh, the guitarist for this band has probably been the most directly influential on how I actually play and okay. how I design tones and stuff. Okay. And uh, that makes song me... starts one way. Go ahead. The song starts one way and then goes in a very different direction. It's very okay. cool. I that like makes me excited because I I love this band. Um. So yeah, here's here's oh, hell uh, yeah. Anthony's next input to the music. Starts, it's just... 
Yeah. It just, it hits. That's dude, all I can say about it, you it know? It does, man. Yeah, Incubus, dude, like, honestly, their 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 drummer was kind of ahead of it when it comes to how he played. Because there was, like, him yeah. and Chad Smith from Red Hot Chili Peppers, who were really ghost note heavy and really incorporated. Yeah, the live fade, you appreciate that? Hey, thanks, man. Yeah, I try hard. Production value is what we uh we go for here. At Sound of Fire podcast, right. clearly. Um, yeah, they were like, there was not a lot of drummers doing the whole ghost note thing. Um, whereas now, it's everyone does it, um, including right. myself. But like, f- so because, <laughs> not scuffed, um, because I listened to, when I was in high school, a ton of metalcore, um, in that like 2009 to like 2012 to 13 range, mm. there was like no ghost notes. It was either right. you're hitting on the two and four or the three or whatever, or you're like playing like some like some like rolls yeah. on the snare. There was no ghost notes. It just didn't happen. And right. then that completely 180'd and now every single person does it. Like it's just Absolutely. It's, it's either Absolutely. one way or the other. There's no in between. Yeah, I it's all and like the reason that I picked this song of all the Incubus songs as an example is um the guitar part is so groove oriented oh yeah i mean like it's like it's not it's not he's not shredding he's not chugging and just like digging into the guitar it's it's all just servicing everything that the drummer is putting down that do 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 da yeah it's super cool the rhythm guitarist is doing his job very well basically yeah 100 um fun fact i don't know how much guitar you know about guitar but when they recorded this record, Mike Einzinger was recording with 14 gauge strings on his guitars. Holy, okay, I, I do know string gauge. That's masochist. crazy. <laughs> Holy yeah, shit. Like, it was nuts. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, that might as well be like a bass string, like at that point. Like, you're basically playing a baritone, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, very clearly funk and just very rhythm oriented, and uh, groove is the the utmost important thing there yeah and and that's that's what i love i love to see that shit it's great um so my next one we'll see it um i've kind of i'm not even gonna lie i'm kind of proud of myself when it comes to like the music that i listen to because it really used to be like metalcore and that was it like it Mm. was like asking alexandria a day to remember which is more like pop punk metalcore stuff but them um let's see who else i listen to secrets i listen to a ton uh all those bands right all those people in the in that right. scene was like all i listened to in high school and then i started like hearing more bands as you do mm-hmm. and right. it wasn't on the radio because i i can't stand top 40 stuff there are some good songs but most of the time it's just oversaturated marketed bullcrap right um but this band is like the perfect mix of being top 40, but like still making weird, amazing shit. Uh, and this is one of my favorite songs from then. There's another one that I almost picked, but this was like the first one where I really fell in love with this band. And it's honestly because of the intro guitar part and okay. the fact that it goes stereo and like left and right. It just, it just sounds cool. And I love it. Ooh. All right. I'm excited.
Yeah. Oh my god, I love that band so much. With all my so heart. I I I fucking love the 1975. Um, yes. Their most recent record, uh, "An Inquiry into Online Relationships," yes, is almost. I think it's a perfect record, personally. I don't think there's a bad song on that record. And um, George Daniel is probably the best drummer in Dude, pop music. George right Daniel now. is fucking amazing. Like, there's not really anything else to say about him. He's so good. Mm-hmm. At, like, I mean, that song is just the perfect example of just those weird hi-hat grooves that he does. Yeah. And it's just that. Um, and actually, uh, what was what was their last album called? Not not um, a brief inquiry. Not, no, no, no. Wait. They had another one. Like, or was it just singles? No, no, no. There was an album. It was, I love it when you sleep for, uh, for you are so, un- you're so beautiful, but so unaware of it. And then there was one after that notes on a conditional form that's yes. what it is um so that song has a song called love it if we made it and yeah the, uh, dude i that song might be one of the greatest songs ever made like the, my my band covers that song or we used to oh, anyway okay <laughs> hello so one it's the fact that um matt uh maddie's voice is just up there like the whole time he's just mm-hmm. high like top of the range the whole time and his voice is insane um and then the whole drum beat is just it's it's just hi-hat and upbeat and like the whole time and then every like uh in the bridge he'll go to that weird hi-hat pattern but then he'll just go straight back to the upbeat pattern it's so I, good uh, i just i just hit you and you don't have to play this on stream actually i'd prefer if you didn't i okay. just hit you with uh the, the sneaky yardage cover of okay, love it if we made it from 2019 okay so. got it all right cool i'll definitely listen to that when we get done here um okay hell yeah grab this and this is your last one. Ooh, i like this is this my band. last one I yeah, like um, I actually lot. have you. I'm gonna have a harder time showing this off, but um, you showed off your tattoo, so I have to show off mine. That's related to a bit. <laughs> oh, do you, do you uh, have I'm a fuck up? I gotta do this. <laughs> I do. I, I I have it. Uh, hold on. We're gonna do it. Gonna hold on. I might be able to live adjust this. Nope, that's wrong. There it is. Yep. Yep. We see it. All right. Yep. There it is. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like, uh, I, I saw the one that's like right above your knee. I thought it was going to be that one, but you just kept like raising the leg up. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get the, um, for this band, I really want to get um, something reminiscent of their second album on Letting Go as a bigger piece. Right. But I haven't found the right artist for it yet. So oh, yeah. I just have this for now. Circus Survive is probably my favorite, favorite, favorite band. That's, that's Anthony Green, right? That's their vocalist? Is that Anthony yes. Green? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, and- very talented group of individuals i haven't i i haven't heard a ton of their music i'll be totally transparent um but mm-hmm. everything i've heard has been very very good um so sweet this is circus survive Yes. 
so much. And uh, it uh, it fucking hello it, even with cat. kids doing it, it's still it still <laughs> lands. Oh oh, actually, uh, f- <laughs> personal story. Um, <laughs> there was a brief period of time because Lily and Cat and I have known each other for like. 13, 14 years, some crazy amount of time. Um, there was a period of time where we didn't talk to each other for a year because I did a dumb thing and she was mad at me and she listened to this album on repeat because I as had just do. shown it to her like the week before she got mad at me. <laughs> yeah, as you do. Uh, it's funny. You, I, I kind of have a similar situation uh, with my girlfriend now. Um, mm-hmm. You know, same thing. Just I was I, I did dumb things. And but I showed her uh, issues self-titled album, and that was like her like, you know, bye bitch. But I'm still gonna was... listen to this music because it's really good. <laughs> like that kind right. of thing. <laughs> Me and That's your girlfriend should grab a drink with your nonsense album. Yes, uh, we all four should. But I mean, y'all can go. Yeah, have, y'all can do a girls' night. That's fine. I, I understand. But we all four should. Hello. Um, that would be a good time, dude. That would be absolutely amazing. Lexus is in here. Okay, great. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fucking beautiful. That's like oh clockwork. My God. Oh, I love it. Okay, so this is another one that's kind of, The rest of these are, are kind of evolutions to where I am now. Um, I've got this one and one more after this. Um, okay. I'll get one more for you. Yeah, and for then sure. I think from there we'll, we'll, be, we'll be good. Uh, let me find one more for you. For sure. Um, so this was... Uh, it, it was kind of it started out as one of those guilty pleasure artists slash songs um because mm-hmm. because like for instance uh justin bieber like i always used to be scared to say that i liked him when i was in uh-huh. elementary school because I, I, I get bullied like just stupid shit like that right no i don't right. care i enjoy justin right. bieber i love this artist that i'm about to play he's stupidly talented like more talented than probably anybody i'll ever meet in my life um so, oh my gosh, you actually just tossed that in chat. All right, bet. I did. I did. <laughs> um, okay, so I, I when I first heard the song, I immediately, this is, I mean, I was like, this is a fucking banger. But I didn't, like, tell a lot of people that I listened to it or liked it just because of that, like, fear creeping back up on me. Sure. But, uh, yeah, this is this song that's kind of gotten me to uh, to my tastes and writing now nowadays. Run around, run around, run around, I know this song. That dirt all on you know this song. Cause you knew that I knew that I knew that I'd call you up. You've been going around, going around, going around every party in LA. Cause you knew that I knew that I knew that I'd be at one. Oh, I know that dress. I know you know that song. Um, there is. Yeah, I, I do. I, the chorus is the I just wanna touch it. Yeah. Right? And I want to, I'm going to get to okay. that real quick because it's, so he did a little studio diary on this, um, of how he wrote it, and he wrote it as an anti-drop. I do know the song. Yeah, it's so yeah, good. So that's fucking sick. That so that's Charlie Puth. Um, and uh, I, I had heard a couple of his songs. I really enjoyed them. And then when um when my guitarist Brandon was living with us, 
he listens to an even crazier range of music than I do. Um, mm-hmm. it, we were listening to th- this album in his car, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is so good!" And like, yeah, dude, I listened to this album nonstop for like a couple weeks. It's just so good, and I'll turn it on every once in a while now. But uh, I never did the deep dive into Charlie Puth, and I'm kind of regretting not. So I might have to do that in the next you, couple weeks. You should only because he he's like, yeah, he's making top forty music, but like, it's really good and really well thought out and like mm-hmm. not that mass produced crap. Um, sure. He, so he showed uh, the studio diary on that song on like how he did everything. Cause that, nothing. Um, so like the bass, that's all MIDI. That's not an actual bass. Um, and he just, he played that. And then for the guitar part, that boom, 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 what it opens yeah. with. He, because he doesn't know how to play guitar. So he found the note on the neck and recorded each note individually. <laughs> do it that way <laughs> which is some shit i would do a hundred percent um sure. yeah so and then he uh, he talks about on each chorus adds an element um so like the first chorus it's just the bass and like you know the, the groove and him singing second chorus it adds some uh acoustic guitar stabs here and there third chorus there's a little cowbell thing going on like it, it's just all the layers and stuff that he added throughout and mm-hmm. he also has perfect pitch like i told you i think last week yeah um and it's stupid impressive. <clears throat> okay, so we're gonna we're gonna probably at some point do a fucking episode of this where you just, you just you're gonna hit random objects in your house and go, <laughs> what pitch is this? I uh, dude, I'd be down. I don't know how much everybody else would like it, but I would thoroughly enjoy that. I <laughs> I would have fun. I would have a great time. Oh man, yes, I want to go there. What the hell? Leave me alone. Okay, all right. So this is your last one that I'm very excited yeah. about. It didn't give me a. Timestamp, but I'm just gonna play. Is that cool? I I, well, I didn't put one because I wanted it from the from the beginning because ah, the the opening to this song is just yes. the most like. If I listen to anything metal, if it's this band or between the buried and me, like I just want it to be like in my face from the moment and not like beat around the bush. And this oh, is the man. perfect example of that. Yeah. In my okay. So Lone Cat said, "Drink every time you get one right," and I feel oh, like oh dear, that would be a very dangerous but very 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 fun game. That That'd might, be a good time. I, I, would, dude, I would enjoy that. I would I would very much enjoy that. We, we'll have to figure out a, a way to get that incorporated to where it's not just that for an hour. <laughs> but we'll figure it out. <laughs> but we'll figure it out. Okay, here's here's your uh, your last one. good so it's so good so uh i'm gonna tell you something that might make you not like me anymore anthony hit me i have never really liked august burns red and there is only one reason i could not get into jake's screams that was it okay that's you know that's that's the most understandable reason, though. You know? <laughs> that was that was that's literally uh, the only okay, reason. In, 
in the same vein, I'm going to ask, do you dislike Between the Barrier and Me for the same reason? Um, I actually, from what I've heard, I enjoy them. Um, I okay. haven't heard enough, honestly, to make an opinion. I can't think of anything. But their drummer, okay. I have followed for a long time, and he is fucking insane. I do know that. Blake Richardson is like yes. the Yeah, that's the man. Like, yeah, dude, I was so... Um, when I was in high school, I would just watch like Matt Griner, for instance, do like the Zildjian videos mm -hmm. where it's just a video of him either in the studio or live. Same thing with Blake because he was a Sabian artist or is a Sabian artist right. um, of just them playing like their songs and stuff. And oh my God, dude, I'd, I'd watch those for hours a day, multiple times, like a week, just, you know, over and over again. So for sure. So I say I, when I say I haven't gotten into August Burns Red, it's, it's honestly purely because of Jake stream, screams. I, I'm sure if I listened to their albums, I would thoroughly enjoy them, but their instrumentalists, their band are tight. Fucking amazing. That's the only word I can describe it, dude. They're just tight, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, <laughs> God, they're so good. Like for, for me, they were one of my favorite metal bands for a while or metal core, whatever you want to call the specific, if we're going to genre police. Yeah. But, um, after this album, I can't remember what it's called. It was, um, it was, uh, constellations and then after constellations was um can't remember what it's called but it's like in the swamp and there's a flipped over car on the artwork right and i didn't like that album mm -hmm. and i haven't liked anything they've done since then actually really this was the last album that i them that i was really really into gotcha okay um yeah that that's that's my only grip i have with them i i know that their their band is uh, absolutely amazing musicians and super talented sure um like I've listened to their their instrumental stuff all the time, but yeah. <clears throat> okay, so yeah. this this last band um, is actually the band that I've been playing at the intro of the podcast. I'm pretty sure since we since we started, uh, but mm -hmm. it's it's been it's been the instrumental album. It hasn't been with with vocals, but uh, I'm gonna play a little bit more of this just so you can hear like how weird it gets like in okay in a in a yeah you're a, gonna let this one ride for a little bit yeah in it because it's the last one like in a genty jazzy way it's just these guys are stupid talented i love them uh yeah here, here's the last one I love that band with what all my band heart. is that that is issues oh how how did i not what the fuck 
probably because it probably because it had lyrics over it. I never play anything that has in the intros. I don't. I play all the instrumental stuff. You say this is never going to be the same, and it sucks, bro. Yeah, they, they had that that shit go down recently. I never followed the band, but I know they're they were kind of under fire. So yeah, uh, we won't get too into it. Just keep positive vibes. But yeah, Tyler, their vocalist, got into some stuff from his past, and it's actually the weird thing. It's been happening a lot lately in like this music community, whether it's pop punk, metalcore, you know, all that shit. It's happened a lot. Mm. Um, and I, I'm okay. Like it sucks that it happened to these guys because I love them so much. And Tyler was such a great vocalist, but like, it's 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 good in a way because they're they're receiving consequences for their actions. Like absolutely, and that's you know a good thing to have. So like you know it sucks. And um, so I'm me and our guitarist Brandon are weird flex are actually homies with the the band, um, hmm. and we they've been talking like on some streams that they do on the drummer's channel bucktopia on twitch if you if you didn't know you should follow them um and uh they just had one and they talk about the band they play old demos and stuff like that but mm. like they kind of just talk about what their plan is and they're actually right. thinking like because tyler was such a weird poppy r&b vocalist who had such a unique style um that is not really something that a lot of people in the scene have uh mm -hmm. they're thinking about doing it's it's totally just an idea at this point but they're thinking about doing um like making another album but each song will have a different vocalist on it and oh so, that'd be that's that's cool yeah um uh scale the summit just did that they were a strictly instrumental band up until this most recent release right and they're featuring vocalists from bands like uh Thank you, scientists, yeah. and uh, protest the hero and yeah. stuff. Like it's cool, um, it's super cool. So yeah, that's like possibly their plan. They're they're still like it's that's all still very early stages. Like the guitarist AJ, he's working on his solo stuff, and that's gonna be heavy as hell. I'm so excited for it. Um, Sky, their bassist, he's apparently got some solo stuff he's been working on, and then Josh, their drummer. I don't, I have no idea what it is, but apparently he's got solo stuff too. So they've all got their own thing they're doing, but like. They sure. all really want to. They're all still going to make music together. They've already said that. Like, no matter what happens, they are going to make music. Like, that's not a question, which makes okay. me happy. Yeah, um, I mean, at least, at least they're sticking together for for that. Um, yeah, yeah. I I think that does it for all of our selections, though, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's that's everything. Nice. That's a that's a pretty cool cross section of music you got there, friendo. Hey, uh, thanks, man. You got too. Nineteen seventy five in there. Yeah, got I some Charlie Puth. It's you know I can only listen to people yelling at me for so long until I'm like, hey, I need I need to sing a little bit, you know. <laughs> right, 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 right. You know, um, some days I'll get in my car and I'll just put on shit that I can scream along to. But uh, oh, I think I, just... I mentioned this most of the time when I'm driving home. I'm driving home in quiet. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 it's just yeah. too much ear stimulation at work you know yeah no i feel you um yeah for sure i like i mean I, I told you like i went like almost a whole year of just listening to podcasts just to like give my brain and ears a break for a while um absolutely so you know just just listen to people talk and learning things and having conversation and all this stuff was was nice for a long time and you know i'm listening to a ton of music now again but like yeah. for a while there it was just i just I just needed a break and it happens. Absolutely. It absolutely happens. Like you need to, you need to listen to what your, what your, not only your body, but what your brain needs, you know? Yeah. Take of care course. Of your brain. Yeah, of course. It's, well, yeah. And I think that's like, that helped me a lot actually. Cause I, I, I don't like to read books. 
Um, I, I and I don't. I, I'm sure if there were some that I actually read, I would love them. But I'm mostly a fiction guy, and I'm sure there's a lot of other stuff that I would enjoy. But just listening to people talk and like getting my information from there and learning from that is like my favorite way to uh, take in new things. Sure. Absolutely. I'm also very much like uh, an auditory guy. If I listen to it, I'll remember it forever. You know? Yeah, for I, sure. I, I don't, I don't process information very well if I read it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Which, yeah. Which is a whole other can of worms. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But yeah. So this has been super fun. Uh, I think we should get to wrapping it up. And we kind of had ideas for what we're going to do next week. We talked about doing a deep dive into into Rush. Maybe we'll pick a band. Like It could be Rush. It could be anybody. And we'll just kind of do a, a whole deep dive, get into some history, listen to some examples. Like, we're kind of, this is, there is form taking shape in the show. Yes. And we appreciate you guys listening. Like, you know, like, thank you yes. for being here. Thank you for hanging out. Um, yeah, I don't know if you want to add anything to that, but well, yeah, I think it's just like, it's important to realize like this, this whole podcast is very in its infancy stage. And like, even the creators of it being us, like we're still figuring out what direction we want to take it. And I don't think it'll ever get to the point to where it's one thing each week. Um, but we definitely want it to be a little more, uh, like well thought out, but and not have yeah. to switch cameras and worry about uh Anthony not showing up ever and all like on camera, you know. So we'll Oops. get there. We'll we'll get there. Not not like you don't show up to the podcast, just not being able baby to see, steps. Not being baby able to see steps, your face. Dude. Um I'm trying to find someone to raid. Why don't we give it to Spheres? He's playing some Valorant right now. He's he? in the Black Fame fam. Okay, yeah. but um, I think I have his... Okay, I don't have him in my... Okay, what is his at on on Twitch? It's DJ Spheres. Oh, oh, yeah! Okay, yes, yes, yes. I know what we're talking about. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, I'm going to pull his channel up and then mute it because I hate that when you raid someone... Stop it. I hate hmm. that when you raid someone, it immediately pulls up an ad, so I can't... I love to see the reactions. Like, that's the whole reason. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, so slash raid... Uh, DJ Spheres. All right, everybody. We're going to raid DJ Spheres. He is Black Flame fam. That's kind of hard to say. Um, it's a little difficult to say. <laughs> but we hope you enjoyed this uh, episode of the podcast. Uh, when it comes to being on Spotify, I'm not sure if it will be just because we played some music that is copyrighted, but it will for sure be on YouTube, most likely either tomorrow or the next day. Um, we appreciate you guys hanging out and uh, dealing with us while we are hashtag not scuffed and being totally hashtag professional. Not scuffed. And that's a shirt. I, I don't know about y'all. That is a shirt. I'm I, I'm gonna make one and show it to Trauma so that we get it. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> okay. Um. So we are gonna go ahead and start this because I always end it before the countdown's over. But uh, we appreciate you guys. Thank you so much for being here, man. Um. Anthony, thank you so much for gracing us with your beautiful presence. Dude, thank you for being here, man. It's been it's been a great time, and I'm looking forward to next week. Absolutely. We will see you guys next week. We love you. Bye bye.